Thanks for joining us for today's message. We are always so encouraged to hear how God is working through this ministry to change lives. If you have a story to share about how God has worked in your life, then let us know by sending us an email to mystory@timberlakechurch.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by giving online at timberlakechurch.com give. Enjoy the message. Well, how are you doing today? Good. Good. Hey, we're going to be learning a little bit about the better half for the next couple of weeks. Want to welcome those of you watching in Bothell, Issaquah, Duval, and online. As we uh, start out this series on Mother's Day weekend, I want to uh, just tell you how excited I am uh, for that. How many of you are moms here today? Raise your hand. You know, it's great. You ask moms and they raise your hand. I ask the same thing on Father's Day. They're like, huh? Don't know, you know. Uh, Hey, uh, can we give it up for the moms who are here today? Let's do that. Uh, I even dressed up, just to let you know, put on a jacket uh, for that. Uh, One of the things that I've noticed is that uh, the early stages of motherhood have changed in terms of the birth announcements. Uh, They've gotten a little bit more creative than they used to be. Uh, Here are some that I came across. Uh, I think this one uh, is a great one here, Uh, the eviction notice. Uh, uh, And then uh, this this one as well. Yeah. Uh, It's a little too realistic, isn't it? Uh, And then uh, this one, I love that one. Yeah, just for the rest of your life there, sweetie. That's what that's going to be like. And, And the last one here. We plan for three plus one equals four. God laughed, three plus two equals five. Yeah, some of you are saying that is my worst nightmare. Some of you are saying that's what we're expecting soon. Uh, We are uh, so glad, though, that that you're here as we look at this admirable, difficult, uh, and truly meaningful uh, thing called motherhood in particular uh, today. Uh, We're going to be looking at one chapter of the Bible, and I'm going to talk about that uh, in a moment. Uh, The hardest part for us, though, is that oftentimes we don't even understand uh, what it takes. The chapter of the Bible that we're going to look at, uh, it instructs us in that. And for you guys who are saying, hey, what's in this for me? I'm going to get to that in a moment because uh, it's interesting who this chapter of the Bible is written to. At our uh, preschool in our Redmond campus, uh, they they asked the children about their mom, all about their mom. And one of the moms uh, uh, shared this. She said we could uh, share this. Didn't want to let her uh, tell you her name, though. Uh, Who is my mom? She is 30 years old. My mom and uh, I like to go to tea and have tea. She likes so much tea. My mom (laughs) likes to say, it's time for food, and I love you so much. Oh, can't we give an awe to that one? Uh, My mom really loves playing dress-up with me. My mom likes to eat mac and cheese. She likes to drink lemonade and not chocolate. I love this one. My mom's job is to clean the toilets. (laughs) (laughs) Summary of what that is about. Uh, If my mom had time, she would like to look at her phone. Oops, got caught on that one. Uh, Mom is really good at getting what we need at the store. That's an incredible (laughs) gift. Uh, If I could go anywhere in the world with her, would go to the park. I love my mom because she's my best friend. 
And that when we read that, uh, it's one of those uh, sweet little moments. And I understand as we hit Mother's Day weekend, uh, for some of us, it's going to be a time to celebrate that for, for our moms. Some of you are moms. For others of you, it's, it feels like a missed opportunity it, with, with you, and maybe it didn't work out that you would have children or your relationship with your mom was a little, little more strained. I, I still would challenge you in the midst of that, which can be some difficulty and some pain, to really uh, find what God would even say to you today. We're going to look at what it means uh, to live life fully uh, in God's presence and in God's power in 2016 in the Pacific Northwest. We're, we're calling this series The Better Half. If you haven't figured out who the better half is, guys, this is not a series about you. I just want you to know that. Uh, we did the man series last year. Uh, we're going to spend a couple weeks here uh, looking at the better half. Today, we're going to look at one of the most famous passages of Scripture uh, when it comes to women, Proverbs uh, 31 in the Bible. And it's a chapter that gives encouragement and insight uh, to women. In fact, there's a lot of women's ministries that are called Proverbs 31, women's Bible studies around Proverbs 31. And guys, here's the interesting thing. Proverbs 31 in the Bible is not written to women. It's actually written to men so they can understand women. Some of you said, I wish she would have come with an owner's manual. This is a start. Pay attention today. Uh, we're going to learn a lot together. It says in Proverbs 31.1, the sayings of King Lemuel, an inspired utterance, his mother taught him. So this is a grandmother's wisdom that dad took credit for and now is sharing. Now, Proverbs holds wisdom for all of us. In fact, the book of Proverbs in the Bible, uh, originally, if we look at how it was used by uh, rabbis throughout the centuries, it was to teach young Jewish men uh, how to live God's wisdom for everyday life. And I think uh, that holds true today. Today we're going to look at, at Proverbs 31, and there's so many aspects we could look at uh, of this chapter of the Bible, uh, but today I want to focus in on uh, what it means for, for a woman to hear, not only from, from God, but uh, from us, from men, uh, what really she, she would desire to hear. And I'm calling this what every woman wants to hear, because that's really uh, what this is about. It's aspirational for women, and I understand that, but it was really uh, instruction to men in what to praise in women. And so that's what we're looking at uh, today. This uh, should be helpful uh, for us, because a lot of times we get it wrong. Uh, we think we get it right. Uh, I'm reminded of that almost every Mother's Day when I buy presents for my mom or for my wife, uh, sometimes uh, that we get it wrong. Well, uh, Proverbs 31, from a literary standpoint, is an acrostic. It's, uh, if you look at that, it's a poem. Each line starts with a letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And in terms of content, as I said, it's qualities for men to praise in women. 
As we look at that, uh, I don't want to go through this scripture alone, especially on Mother's Day, uh, as I will say, okay, ladies, let me tell you everything about you. Uh, I thought it would be great if I've had someone who I've had the opportunity uh, to share uh, my life with, 23 years uh, in marriage, uh, my wife, Terry, who's going to be teaching with me today. Can you give her a hand? I really uh, get to experience uh, a woman in a, in a sense that this scripture talks about who's uh, a friend, uh, my wife, and someone who I deeply love. Oh, thanks. He's such a good man, isn't he? Ben is a good guy, and I, I actually think he kind of got the short end of the stick in this whole thing because I'm pretty tough to live with, and he's put up with me for 23 years. I have years, no so. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> That's a good answer, it's isn't it? It's been easy That's every day. <laughs> Go ahead, sweetie. So, <laughs> so yeah, let maybe me just... we should just close in prayer as long as we're ahead here. <laughs> well, let me just start first to say to uh, all the moms out there that uh, what you do matters so much. And um, I think that it's a great, great day to be celebrated, but also... Um, always be celebrated. It's such an important, not really just a job, I think especially for those of us who are, are Christ followers, it's really our primary ministry. So what you do matters and we appreciate you and we love you and we hope today gives you a little encouragement and a little inspiration. So let's start uh, with our, our first point. And guys, you especially need to get your pens out and, and take, take notes on this. Uh, what every woman wants to hear is, I admire you for who you are for who you are. Now, we all know that, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to look good and pay attention to, to our, our physical self, but really, I think I can speak for every woman that we want something that goes a lot more than skin deep. And uh, that's why we read in the beginning of Proverbs that a wife of noble character who can find, she's worth far more than rubies, her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. Uh, one of the best parts, I think, of being here at Timberlake is I get to talk to women who are in all ages and stages of life. Uh, we have moms with, with tiny little babies, and I don't know if you've noticed, but we are having a little bit of a baby boom around here. Holy smokes, last what Sunday. What are these people up to? I, I think no what, when he preached on the last uh, marriage, marriage series, I think, I think people paid attention, because yeah. all of a sudden, there are lots of babies. So I think it worked. But, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's uh, all the way up through grandmas, and we all have different things we deal with in all the stages, but I think every one of us, uh, no matter where we are, we want to hear that who you are matters. And uh, as we look at character, as really uh, that's talked about in, in the scripture, it, it's such an incredible thing when it says, a wife of noble character, who can find? And this is really written as someone who, who would say, uh, you can find that. And that's why when it talks about in the Bible uh, about finding someone who's not only, you know, you're attracted to. Uh, when, when I first saw Terry, the first thing I said is I said, wow, what character she has. <laughs> no, I didn't say that at all. Uh, that's not what attracts us uh, at first. There's a physical attraction. Uh, but that is important. But that's not what an enduring, that, an enduring dating relationship isn't even made of that. It's understanding who someone is uh, on the inside. And part of that is I think of the, the women in my life uh, who have shown that character. I think of um, my mom who, uh, she didn't know Jesus most of her life. 
who battled addiction and uh, some other issues. And she, she went through all of that, and she raised kids, and uh, someone could have just said, okay, I, I give up. There's some things that haven't gone too well in my, in my life. Uh, but she, in her mid-50s, turned her heart and life over to Jesus Christ. And so uh, I admire my mom for that, and, and literally uh, the impact that she had uh, after her mid-50s was greater than her entire life, uh, not only on us as uh, adult children at that time, uh, but also uh, on other people as well. There was, there was a lady uh, named Mom McArdle. So my, my youth group, uh, I became a Christian, started going to a youth group, and my youth group was not led by uh, you know, a, a charismatic young uh, youth leader. It was led by this lady who was a little bit older, a little bit bigger. She was a widow. She had some kids. She, she worked full-time, and she just loved this group of kids, and uh, people would flock to it, and that really changed my life. When I had a point as a teenager and I didn't have a place to live, uh, she invited me into her home, and so there's so many uh, women like that. I think of my wife, Terry, who uh, has really helped in every way that we make decisions together and we've walked through some big decisions that have meant uh, following God. I remember when we decided to follow God to Kingman, Arizona, and uh, we know it was Jesus because that's the only reason we would have moved to Kingman. And um, in that, even though it's huge cut and pay and all of that, uh, just to have a partner in life who has that character. And that really has been a partnership for us, which I'm super uh, appreciative of. Uh, so closely aligned with character, let's go ahead and jump to number two, is what every woman wants to hear is, I notice your sacrifice. Uh, for those moms who uh, work full-time inside the home, uh, I think you'll find this, this statistic kind of interesting. So salary.com did this survey and... Um, uh, figured out exactly with all the all the jobs that a mom does on any given day, their annual salary should be one hundred and thirty eight thousand dollars a year. Is that a point of information or negotiation? <laughs> <laughs> negotiation. <laughs> I'm not. And re really, I what I, what I know is that uh, at least about my wife is she doesn't mind sacrifice uh, as long as it's noticed and and appreciated. Yeah, and you know, I, I think about my own mom. So I come from a family of 11 kids, and my mom worked really hard. Uh, and I think a lot of us have that same situation, maybe minus eight or nine kids, thankfully, not 11, but uh, uh, raising kids is a big deal. It's a lot of work. Um, you give up a lot of yourself. And there is just something, as a mom, I do it very willingly, um, but it sure is nice when somebody notices and recognizes the sacrifices that we make to raise our kids. It says in Proverbs 31, 15, uh, she gets up while it's still night. She provides food for her family. Sometimes in our, our family, she doesn't even go to bed at night, and she uh, provides in that way. Number three, it says, I am impressed by your resourcefulness. This is a great part because it uh, talks about uh, work and just being productive overall. And I think uh, in this, Terry's going to share, uh, there have been some times where she's stayed at home full-time. We've had that opportunity, times where she's been working outside of the home. And there can be some uh, guilt 
attached with that, either intentional or unintentional. But this verse, look at what it says. She buys a field, uh, she considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees her trading is profitable, and her lamp does not go out at night. And so what that's describing is a woman who's uh, productive, financially resourceful. This is, in a way, this, this verse, many people would think this is odd. This is one of my life verses because I desire to be a kept man. And <laughs> so I, I just have that high need in my life. But seriously, haven't you noticed, uh, like with a bobby pin, that what a woman can do, uh, how resourceful. There's a story in the Bible, and one of the ones we were talking about, uh, we named our uh, first daughter Abby after Abigail in the Bible. And uh, she was married uh, to a guy named Nabal, not exactly a great guy. Uh, he had messed up, and she basically saves his life, uh, goes to King David, who's, who's going to go after him because he's been disrespected. And he doesn't even know about it. And I think that's uh, such a great example of what happens is so many times even we don't know about it, uh, what a blessing that can be. Uh, whether our moms, our spouses. Uh, Now, Nabal ruins it later, but at least the first time uh, she's there for him. Another aspect uh, for men to admire is number four, I'm moved by your compassion. And and this is one of the things I've seen uh, over the years. Uh, My wife, uh, so so she will say, we talk about spiritual gifts. Uh, One of your spiritual gifts is what? Generosity. Oh, generosity, yeah, generosity. Yeah. And so uh, she says, I have the gift of generosity, and you need to let me exercise your gift, this gift. And so We have had uh, that discussion yeah, so, once or twice. So we've been, uh, ever, when I became a Christian, I was, you know, the whole tithing thing, started doing that right away. But just the idea is that it's more than that, but uh, opening up our resources and everything else to the Lord. And so whether it's a stray mm-hmm. dog, a stray cat, a stray kid... Uh, they all come into our... In fact, if you're a stray, you'll probably be at my home soon, I imagine. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, uh, and it says this. Why don't you read uh, the next verse? All right. It says, she opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. Uh, I think that's one of the greatest ways that we can express that part of our life is, is God just using us to uh, reach out to others. And, and that compassion part, uh, for me, fills me. And uh, I think for a lot of women, that is definitely a part where we live. Um, so the next one, let's look at number five, is I value your strength and wisdom. Uh, there's a couple wise sayings that uh, I came across that I think you'll like. Uh, the first one is a suburban mother's role is to deliver children obstetrically once and by car forever after. <laughs> Anybody recognize that? How about this one? People who say they sleep like a baby usually don't have one. <laughs> and one of the aspects I love of, uh, no, I'm sorry, when my kids become wild and unruly, I use a nice, safe play and pack. When they're finished, I climb out. <laughs> so, uh, I think this whole section of, of Scripture is, is so important because it, it not only kind of recognizes and gives a voice to kind of the, the normal femininity of, of being a woman, but it also goes kind of beyond the st- traditional stereotypes that we might find. And uh, so we read as we go further into uh, Proverbs 31 that she's clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. I think that moms and and women alike uh, 
need to be reminded that we're strong and wise. Uh, like I said early, we, we tend to, to doubt ourselves a lot. So here's something that, that really, um, men, if you want to make a big difference, speak those words, words into women's lives. Uh, and ladies, I think one of the things that we, we kind of go wrong is we use the wrong measuring stick for ourselves. Um, if we really stop looking at kind of what maybe society or the world would, would call us to say what is, what is the right things and start looking at what God says, I think we're going to find just great self-worth and a lot more confidence in who we are. Um, and I think especially as a mom, I look at my kids, one of the things that I question most is, is those times and those places where they struggle or um, where maybe they have just areas where they're challenged, whether it's a bad grade or trouble with friends or, you know, whatever the thing can be. As a woman or as a mom, I tend to say, oh no, I'm a terrible parent. What did I do wrong? You know, I internalize that thing that they're going through. And, and, and if our kids don't do as well at school, I'm like, huh, I thought they were smarter than that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's really interesting how a mom uh, and a dad uh, deal with this differently. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's sort of like uh, that uh, story, uh, Little Bear, Big Bear, and uh, I, I told this, I think, five or six years ago. It's a children's book uh, called Can't You Sleep, Little Bear? Uh, Big Bear and Little Bear, uh, uh, Little Bear can't sleep at night, and we, it says he was afraid of the dark, so when he had uh, to go into his bear cave, he kept on telling Big Bear he couldn't sleep because he was afraid. He kept on getting brighter lights. Then he said, I'm not afraid of the darkness in here. It is the darkness out there that scares me. So Big Bear took Little Bear in his arms, took him outside, and said, I brought you the moon and all the twinkly stars. He could not hear him because he was asleep in his arms. He knew he was okay. And we hear that story of, of the, you know, the Little Bear and, and in Big Bear's arms and feeling safe. And I think that for dads or moms, uh, we, we want to be that. But sometimes we take God's role and realize that if we're that for our kids, then they're never going to get to fully trust God. And one of the most amazing things that we can do is to point our kids towards Jesus Christ. And that's really, uh, I think, what moms do well, dads do well. And, and I know in, in our family... Uh, Terry, although I'm, I'm the pastor, I should be doing a better job at this than I am, uh, that she is so diligent. When our kids were little, we'd both pray with them and all of that, but she has been so prayerful about bringing Jesus up front uh, every, every time in our family. And that really gets to number six, is I recognize what you bring uh, to our family. And I think uh, that, that's so uh, significant and, and it's important how you give affirmation as well. Uh, and, and Terry has been great with the girls, you know, so with this, instead of just saying, oh, you're so naturally good at this, saying, hey, your hard work has paid off. In fact, there's a book uh, by Charles Duhigg. He's a New York Times uh, business writer called uh, Smarter, Faster, Better. And he says, uh, employees, they produce more and do better when they're complimented on their effort, not just their natural ability. And so uh, I see that, that Terry has done that. And for me, it's important uh, to say that as well, not just, you know, something like if I said something like you're better at 
doing the dishes. I think I would <laughs> get physically hurt if I said that. Uh, <laughs> it says this, her children arise and called her, uh, arise and called her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. You know, we were talking about kind of the practicality part about this, and, and I think one of the things that, you know, maybe you could do this week when you're, you're home is, is make a chore chart and uh, have everybody assign what chores, not that you want them to do, but the ones that they regularly do, including moms. And I think you're going to find how much, uh, how many things this, that... This sounds like a horrible idea. <laughs> no. This really does. This I think you should like do a it. Idea. I think you need to do this it This was your opinion. Sure. It was not inspired by Jesus at all. <laughs> but uh, ser seriously, it is that recognition. Uh, because this is written to men, remember? Uh, for women, this is aspirational. There's this aspect. Uh, and, and see, here's, here's the deal, is I think we'll think about it with our own moms. And, and I've shared a bit how uh, growing up, there were, there were some, you know, we all have difficulties. There were some difficulties that were fairly, uh, fairly big. But I, I'm just committed to finding the parts of these that my mom did right. And reminding her uh, of those uh, as much as I can. Uh, because it, it doesn't say in this, uh, how to point out what they got wrong. Now, for women, it's still aspirational. Uh, but for men, uh, it, it's really, we just have, have different roles. For women, it's to uh, maybe aspire to, and for men, it's more to admire what they're getting right. And then the, the seventh aspect of this, uh, that Lemuel's uh, mother uh, taught, was, uh, I'm inspired by your faith. Now, as I said, uh, when it comes to uh, a spiritual superstar, uh, my wife and my mom, in many ways. My mom, her health is uh, unfortunately shot, and she has uh, come to a season of her life, not only the age and lifestyle and all of that, and her memory is not there as much, and it's, it's a sad thing to see for those of you who have adult parents uh, who are getting to that stage. The, the one thing that I find so amazing is that she can remember her faith in Jesus Christ and how much God has done for her. And when my kids uh, see grandma, there's not a lot that they relate to. But when they see that, they see the power of faith. We're told in Proverbs 31.30, says that charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And if there's one thing that I really aspire to, it's that. Um, that's what I want to be known for. That's why I hope that's what you want to be known for as well. Uh, I know as we talk about this, there may be um, some feelings, waves of regret or, or things that you wish you would have done differently, but I think that the great news about following Jesus is he is so much more concerned about today and moving forward. And so take those regrets, but help them propel you forward to change and, and be who you want to be, that woman that really um, seeks after the Lord, the woman who, who will be praised. And uh, in God, we have every opportunity for that, and that's the great news of, of, of Christianity. Um, our theme this weekend at church, we chose deliberately uh, as a wonder woman because we really do think that every woman is truly wonderful, and it's because not we... Uh, 
bring Proverbs 31 to life perfectly day in and day out, but it's because we serve a God who makes us wonderful. He designed us to be that way, and as we follow him, uh, that gets to be part of who we are, and that's a pretty fabulous, amazing thing. Um, so I think as you, as you go through Mother's Day uh, and you honor your own moms, as you think about who you are and, and what you want to be, uh, that God, God offers you every resource to uh, follow him and follow him well. You know, the great, uh, the great conversations that we get to have uh, time and time again is, I, I can't believe where God has brought me to. Mm-hmm. And uh, no matter, you, you may look at this and say, okay, these are a bunch of things I didn't do as a mom. Or this is what I had the blessing of uh, experiencing. doesn't matter which, where you are on that. Uh, but, but that you would say, God, I would be open for business today. And we hear the story of people say, a year ago, I would have never thought if someone would have told me that I would be, believe in God, that I would go to a church, that I'd go to one of those churches like where they like the Bible kind of thing is important. But God got a hold of my heart. And I'm a different person. And uh, maybe that's what God would want to say to you today, whether man or woman. Will you pray with us?